Hey friends, welcome back to Jesus Time, where we talk about what Jesus tells us in our times with him. It's my favorite, it's the best, and I was just praying before I started this podcast that my prayer really is that whoever hears this, all three people (laughs) would want to know God better and know him better. That's the sweet spot. That's the sweetest thing. So I was going through my Bible reading plan. I like to start at the beginning, go to the end and go back to the beginning because I feel the whole Bible is, it's all of God's word and I don't want to miss anything. (laughs) I have, um, I have biblical FOMO. I just thought you guys should know. So I, so I, I definitely, um, am excited to read it all, all the time, (laughs) but, but Today's reading, we're going to camp out on this really small section. I'm going through Exodus, which is kind of fun and exciting. Moses went to Pharaoh under God's direction to say, Hey, Pharaoh, let my people go so we can go out and worship. And you guys know the story. You've seen the movie. You've movies, right? The Charlton Heston version of uh, an old school and the... Prince of Egypt animated version, which I really loved. I thought the music was super fun. But this particular part that I'm going to read, I think it's going to shake us up a little bit because this is a verse that we often quote. And I think that we often quote it, but it is incomplete. And I'll, I'll explain why in a minute. So Moses and the entire people of Israel are at the edge of the big waters. The entire Egyptian army is behind them. And everyone's like, oh no, we're going to die. What's going to happen? And this is right before the Red Sea is parted, right? This is the big moment. And here's the thing. And this is where we're going to read. And this is where I'm going to explain to you how my brain was chiropractically adjusted and kind of blown away. Okay, we're going to start in Exodus 14, uh, verses 13 through um, 15. We'll just keep it simple, those three verses. Okay, and today I'm reading out of the NLT. But Moses told the people... Don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. Verse 14. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. This is the verse everybody likes to quote. There are beautiful visuals created. Other versions say... um, The Lord himself will fight for you. Just be still. I'm sure you're familiar with it. Here's the thing. That's what Moses said. Verse 15 is what God said. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. All right, guys, this is kind of a big deal because Moses is telling them to stand still, be calm, but God told them, get moving. Doesn't that break your brain a little bit? (laughs) It did me. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
How am I supposed to be still and move, God? Be still and move. You know, another really famous verse I think people like to quote is Psalm 4610 that says, Be still and know that I am God. Another version says, Cease striving and know that I am God. And we like those verses. I like those verses because, and I'm going to be really honest, friends, because I don't like to do stuff sometimes. I just want to stand still and see the deliverance of the Lord. But sometimes God requires us to move. In fact, I think that there is a combination of being still inside and moving forward on the outside that is necessary for a better and more complete understanding of God and expression of how he wants us to live. All right. So Moses said, stand still. And I don't know that we are to stand still all the time. Sometimes. Um, I think he was right when he told the people to stay calm. (laughs) But God said, get moving. He said, get moving. So we have the be still and know that I am God from Psalm 4610. But we also have Paul's example in Colossians 129 that says, I labor for this, striving with his strength that powerfully works in me. So I think there is this sweet spot of not striving on the inside and being calm on the inside. And then, like Paul said, striving in his strength. And sometimes I feel like it's just semantics, right? It's like, well, whether it's in your strength or my strength, God, I have to get up and take care of business. Some of us, we have to go to work. We have to get the kids fed. We have to... Um, clean the house, although you wouldn't think that if you walked into my house. But that's the thing. It's, And I think that's where the confusion is or where we get stuck, or at least I do. It's like, okay, God, what is your part and what is my part? And how do I move forward being still inside my heart? How do I strive according to your strength? What does that look like? What does that feel like? And here's a million-dollar answer, people. I don't always know. (laughs) I just don't. I feel like when I'm doing it, I get it. And when I am not doing it, I don't get it. And that's not very comforting or helpful unless you are just comforted to know that someone else out there doesn't get it sometimes. (laughs) Um, But I do think, and not to be overly simplistic or over-spiritual about it, I just think the more time we spend with him the better we get it. The more time that we strive in our own strength and mess up and get exhausted and depleted and go back to him in prayer and reading his word and broken and exhausted and say, Lord, I can't. Then he comes and says, I know, baby girl, I can. And we experience the sweet reality of his never-ending tender grace 
and we get up and we keep going knowing that God loves us and God is for us and and he's taking care of us. I don't know. I say the words and somehow it just seems so simple and not connecting. But again, when I don't get it, I don't get it. And words don't mean anything. And when I do get it, I get it. And the words mean everything because I get it. And I love, um, and I love Daniel. When I, uh, I got married to my husband, Frank, he would always quote this verse and I never understood. I was like, what? Anyway, the verse is Daniel eleven thirty two, And he says, but the people who know their God will be strong and take action. Another version ESV says, will stand firm and take action. And it's so funny how in one verse we have both the standing firm, so you get the image of not moving, uh, and take action. <laughs> you know, so, but we see that Daniel got it. He said it in one sentence. And I feel like that's, that's where I want to be. I don't know if I'm there today, guys, but I, I want to be there. I want to stand firm. I want to be strong and I want to take action having stillness inside and working from his strength on the outside. So I hope I can connect that today and live that out today. I hope you can process that and be with God and figure out what that looks like in your life. So yeah, I'm going to be meditating on this the rest of today um, until we chat again. I hope that you guys can be still and take action. Love you guys.